Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com, and it is March 16th. It is 316 day. Denise Sporting the Austin 316 shirt. I am. I there am. It's go. all crispy and new. I've worn it for like the last two hours. I I don't keep wrestling shirts, but my wife has a, an Austin 316 shirt that she loves. Nice. And she wears it. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Oh, my God. We're going to try to get Denise to curse on the air. No. <laughs> Guys, any any super chats that you donate and you specify for the Denise Cursing Fund will go directly to Denise. She has lost a lot of bookings over the next month or two. So if you specify them, I will add them up and wow. I will make sure Denise gets them. Wow, the pressure is high. I was See? not expecting that swerve today. There you go. There you go. I didn't wow. even I didn't even clear it, but I'm making an, ex- an executive decision here. Just 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 because I think it's what the fans want. I think it's what the fans need. We already got two dollars. We Are already got two dollars. <laughs> Okay, I was seeing these tweets and all of this stuff. Basically, anytime I see my name mentioned in anything, it freaks me out. I get automatically paranoid and automatically afraid. So that's how I've been feeling seeing all of these stuff on Twitter and stuff. I'm just like, leave my name out of it. (laughs) So uh, Tim Traver says, thanks, Fightful, for keeping my mind off of things. We appreciate you. Anakin JMT says, should WWE get Gillette Stadium for SummerSlam? Well, let's go ahead and talk about the big news, Denise. It was announced today that WWE is moving WrestleMania from Tampa Bay and Raymond James Stadium to the WWE Performance Center. It will stream live on the WWE Network. They sent me a follow-up comment saying, Hall of Fame and NXT TakeOver will not proceed as scheduled. Now, a lot of people are saying canceled, all that. That doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means that it will not proceed as canceled or as scheduled. But man, the it's wild. It's you, it's wild. I am so 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 bummed out about this. I just cannot believe that Okay, so I know this is going to sound like so first world problems or whatever you want to call it, but like work-wise I was so excited and looking forward to WrestleMania because, hey, this is the year where, you know, I invest and pay, you know, flights and hotels and all of that to go out there and get coverage. Uh, Obviously, you can relate to this as well. So having this idea of, hey, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do interviews. And I know me and you even chatted about this. And it's 
and it's all just taken away now. So it kind of, like it sucks in that perspective, especially when you're really looking forward to all of that type of stuff. So uh, I just felt so bummed, especially just thinking about last year and everything that went down last year, especially like for me personally. And so like now just not having any of that, it's just like the cherry on top of everything that's just been going down. And it sucks. I get why they did it. I understand all of it, but I think it sucks. And I think I would have preferred for it to be postponed. Honestly, it makes me want to cry. <laughs> I Okay, I already cried earlier, and I'm afraid, I'm, I've, I'm sad to admit that. <laughs> yes, that's why my eyes are all glassy. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Why is this happening to so, me? Sorry, uh, I had muted my mic, so apparently you hear me through my camera mic. But um, <laughs> Jimmy sent like a hundred dollars USD. It was one hundred and forty Canadian. So we'll, we'll see where the the Denise Curse Fund ends up by the end of this show. Everybody's like, Sean, you're muted. Sean, you're muted. Bruh. <laughs> Jimmy. Okay, yeah, I, I, I fixed it. I fixed it. My God. It, look, there, there's like 30 people that's like, oh no, Sean's muted. I fixed it, dummies! <laughs> so stop saying it because I'm going to start banning everybody if you keep saying it. Oh my God. Because I know God. that I fixed it. Lord. This podcast is turning out of control. It's out of control. I love control. it. I love it. So we're off the rails already, but it's okay. Now here's why I don't think they should uh they should delay it, Denise. Because right now you've got a lot of people that are gonna be at home. And quite frankly, a lot of people are gonna be watching WrestleMania, a very awkward WrestleMania. There's no there's no reason that once this clears that they can't just do another wrestlemania like in september or october Anno two wrestlemanias in one year though they that's did, crazy they did two royal rumbles in one year they did the greatest yeah, royal but rumble this is wrestlemania though yeah what i know it be but, like but 36.2 this... yes exactly what? Oh, man, it's rolling in for you right now another 25 to the swear jar another 10 to the swear jar I mean, it's it it's rolling in for you, Denise. We're I can't wait to oh, see what this God. number is at the end of the show. But yeah, I think that WWE, if they wanted to, they can do this WrestleMania. And let's be honest, they are going to use this to gain subscriptions. There will be people who subscribe out of pure boredom for sure. And they're like Goldberg's on here, Roman Reigns, John Cena. The Undertaker? Yeah, let's watch this because there's no sports. There's nothing. There's no baseball. There's no basketball. XFL's done. Even the UFC is done until then. UFC canceled three upcoming shows. That was crazy, too, because Dana White definitely did not no. want to have that go down. He fought for it. you got to say that, at least. Ultimately, what Dana White had done to him was he... He pals up with Trump an awful lot, and Trump said no more groups of more than 10 people. He couldn't do it. They couldn't do it anymore. They were ready to run on an Indian reservation where, like, no no athletic commissions even seek. It is it is wild. Like, it is – they're trying to do a whole lot there. But um, they say that next month's pay-per-view will be back on. Now, WWE is going to get a lot of boredom subscriptions, or at least I assume so. I anticipate so. They're going to get a lot of focus, but quite frankly, I don't know if they will if they keep doing shows like what we saw tonight. I don't know right. if that's going to hold interest. They've got to be more creative than what we saw tonight. I understand they're hamstrung, but they did have several days to put this together, and they knew it was coming. I was told Friday not to expect that kind of show. I would have much rather had that kind of show that was very lighthearted and fun. Because tonight, I didn't think it was a fun show. About mm, and two hours into it, I was done. I was ready 
to just give up on it. But WrestleMania, if they went and did it again in October or September, ideally September, then I think that they could still get a decent crowd, probably 40,000, 50,000 maybe. Uh, yeah, but that takes away from the hype, though. I mean, they think about like all this time that we built up for these feuds and these big sure. matches, and then you got to like not like redo them, but like rehype some other matches if they're going to go down a different direction. I don't know. That sounds really complicated to me. But that's, I like creativity. 100% agree. That's creativity. They, it's, that's they, true. They should have WrestleMania quality stuff ready all year round. They should have good stuff all year round. They should but be. Then, Go ahead. And then everything right now, like with the show, for example, today's rock was very, very hard to commit to. When once they started showing the Royal Rumble, I left. I went to go have dinner, yeah. and then came back in here and then watched TV. But if like they didn't have the the whole you know three sixteen day going on, if we didn't know that the Undertaker was going to show up and that these key moments were going to be happening on the show, I'm assuming lots of people would have been like, ah, it's just a repeat. And I've seen it. most of the people that are watching already saw the Royal Rumble, so it it's I don't know. It was not very easy to watch today. But yeah, I know a lot of people are saying, oh, one mania, just one mania. This isn't really mania. This isn't really WrestleMania. This is a but show. But the same matches are happening, though, and it's sure. being branded as WrestleMania. And, and in six months, you can build to something else that is the same or better. You can do that. There's no reason they can't do it. They're, they make their own rules. This isn't like the NBA Finals where you can only have one. This is... Fake. It's not real. It's scripted. They can do whatever they want once that comes back. I mean, I wasn't stoked about them doing a second Royal Rumble, but they did it, and it was all right, and it was fine. And I mean, there, there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of leeway that they can give themselves, and uh, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, they can just do it at SummerSlam. No, SummerSlam is SummerSlam, and you can still have SummerSlam wherever the hell you want to have it. I would go back to Raymond James Stadium, but the thing is you can't go there in September because they're getting ready for football season. They think this is going to last through July. So maybe you could go there, and maybe if you could in October find when the Buccaneers are going to have an away game or something, but I didn't like tonight's Raw at all. Even with, even grading it on a curve based on like them having issues and stuff because... As Lake Thunder Lock sent a super chat, by the way, guys, you can send a super chat, have your question or statement read on the air, or you can just donate to the Denise Swear Jar Fund. He says, half this year's WrestleMania will be made up of video and highlight packages of last year's WrestleMania. Oh. That's, that's what I didn't like. It was painful. You could get through this entire Raw, Denise, 30, 35 minutes. You know what would have been so much better for today's Raw? They could have still kept the 316 day and all of that. But instead, why not play a best of Stone Cold? Three hours, man. Just have it. Just best of, best of stuff for the 316 day. I thought that would have been a cool idea. Hey, lots of fans would be like, oh, yeah, like this is the time to like remember this and remember that. Um, I know that sounds maybe a little bit too crazy, but hey, it's an idea. If they keep showing old footage, though, they're they're gonna lose their audience completely. They're gonna yeah. come, they gotta have new content. It's first run content show. That's the way it is. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't do it every week. Every week, like for sure. And then today, I think it fell even more heavier because it was the men's rumble. So that lasted. I don't even know how long yeah. was. Did it go over an, an hour? hour I don't half. even know. An, an hour, hour and, and a half. half. There you go. That's just a long time. The Line Drive says, a quote from Uncut Jim seems appropriate here. This is how I win, Vince McMahon. Yeah, how'd that end up for that guy? Not well. Josh Steelman says, I wish WWE would show solidarity and humanity and just book everyone for a super show. WWE, AEW, ROH, Impact, and the indie guys. Workers need work. There is no chance they do that. None. 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 Yeah, I can't can't ever see that happening. I don't think that... I don't think AEW would do it anyway. I don't. And I don't. we don't know what the hell is going to happen with AEW Wednesday. We still have no idea because the city of Jacksonville says no to Daly's place. But we don't know if that just means for public use or if they're going to still allow them for private use. So 
Man, oh, just... man. See, and that sucks for them, too, because here's the thing. Like, yeah, we've talked about the fact that if WWE airs old footage, they're definitely going to be losing their viewership and all of that. But you got to understand, like, they have, like, this massive history, right, that, you know, can be replayed. AEW doesn't. They only have a handful of stuff, so they can't even do a show like that. They got to come up with, you know, uh, fresh content and all of that stuff. But now with the whole venue situation, honestly, it's a messed up situation for them, too. I mean, for everybody. But speaking right now, just in the wrestling world, it's 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 rough. I I think the only people like what impact they they're definitely all like they had all of their stuff pre-taped. So in they're on the good. So they're good. Um, but for mostly everybody else, it's like, dang. Yeah, it's it's rough times right now. Well, they opened the show, and I cannot believe they brought Jerry Lawler's old ass to Orlando. He is 70. He's he's at risk, and I'm not just saying that to be mean. The man is at risk. Leave him at home. You don't need him. You don't need him anyway. But definitely, geez, that was so weird. Do you think they, do you think they gave him the option? Like, hey, maybe, you know, you're a high-risk person stay home or was it just like you're available you're available come in you're part of the commentary come in well the thing is they shouldn't have given him the option they should have told him to stay home but yeah i bet they gave him the option well edge interrupts all them and says let's roll the footage i hate that i hate that just do it before and the worst part about all this they did all this stuff live denise they none of this was taped like when i saw the undertaker later I was like, ah, they probably taped some of this. No. They ran this three-hour show with everybody just standing around live. If I were them, one, last Friday, I would have filmed a lot of stuff with John Cena. That way you could have John Cena on SmackDown every single week leading up to WrestleMania. He's there. Go ahead and film your segments with John Cena while he's there. Get it done. Do it. And oh yeah, by the way, then in two weeks when you're scrambling for content, you don't have to show the 2016 Royal Rumble or something on SmackDown. But Edge cuts a really good promo. He says that he worked for everything and Randy Orton had it all handed to him. And that tears up Orton because even though he's one of the greats, Edge earned it. He thinks that Orton is jealous and he reveals that Beth Phoenix was actually there to retire for Edge again. Because she didn't feel like he should have to retire twice. But then Orton attacked her. And Edge changed his mind. He challenges Orton to a last man standing match. Little known fact. Edge has had six last man standing matches. He is 6-0 and oh in them. He's never lost a last man standing match. I thought this was an excellent promo from Edge. He adjusted to not having a crowd very well. You know, I like the fact that they added this twist to the storyline where, oh, she was going to come out and retire on my behalf. I didn't see that coming. I actually thought that added to it a whole lot more because everyone, okay, obviously we're assuming, hey, he's going to come back. He's pissed. He's going to, you know, have this match. But this time they added something a little different where it was for a second, hey, I'm not going to have this match because, you know, I'm so injured or, or whatever. So I actually like the fact that they added that. Um, the way that Edge cut his promo tonight was the way that uh, he, when they had SmackDown and they had Bailey and Sasha doing cutting their promo to the crowd, that felt very, very awkward. So I'm glad that today they had him cut it straight to the camera because it just makes more sense. We already know no one's there. So, hey, talk to the person behind the camera. So that was that was a nice touch to it. Mick Foley actually sent out a tweet basically saying that this whole, uh, you know, not having anybody there and – it actually made for a more powerful performance by Edge because it was just a direct, a direct to person contact. So yeah. I really, really liked the whole thing, all of this, and I'm, and they finally added the stipulation, which was what we were, what we expected. Then they reshow the entire Royal Rumble match. They did not edit it down at all. Commercials, just oh my god. The only benefit is they fixed. The edge footage. Did you ever see? They fixed the edge spear. Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes your spear needs a little fixing, Denise. Sometimes <laughs> you want to make sure you're able to go 60 minutes whenever you want. Taped, live, whatever. I mean, I don't care. I don't know what you do. Maybe, maybe you're rolling cameras. Maybe you're in front of a crowd. Maybe you're not. But you don't want to hear silence. 
you you do want to hear that roar, whether it's from one person, two people, the crowd, whatever. And if you'd like to get your penis very erect and have great sexual performance, BlueChew.com code Fightful is here to help you. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but you know what? They're better. They're stronger. They're faster. They're cheaper. And right now, I mean, people are going crazy hoarding stuff. They're, they're just going crazy hoarding stuff. But you don't have to go get gouged for your hand sanitizer on Amazon with this stuff. That's because Blue Chew is prescribed online. It ships straight to your door from Blue Chew affiliated physicians that approve you. You don't have to go online or you don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to go to the pharmacy because you know that's crazy right now. If you're using Viagra and Cialis, you want to avoid that. Even if you're not, you just still want to avoid the doctor's office and the pharmacy if you can. If you're not sick, you really want to avoid that for the next couple of months. Blue Chew sends it straight to your door, and it's discreet. It's discreet to chewable, so we can get into your system a lot faster. Full or empty stomach, doesn't matter. And you can get it free when you use the code FIFL. Just pay $5 shipping. I'm telling you, it's going to save you so much time, money, patience, all that good stuff. And your penis will be very hard. So, so what you're saying is people should hoard blue chew. Yeah, ideally. <laughs> I mean, like, only take one in a day, but... Yeah, I mean, you can't travel right now, so just just use blue chew. And also, hit them up at blue chew on Twitter. Tell them you heard about them from us. Oh, man. Up next, The Undertaker had, like, the fastest entrance of all time. Yeah, I'm glad. You know what, though? I'm glad because for a second I was like, oh, is he really going to do the whole shtick and, you know, really make it down just yeah. to troll everyone? For a second, that's what I thought was going to happen. Um, but when he did it, I was like, okay, this is fine. This is this is yeah. this is fine. And I actually realized how much shorter the entrance was when he came out versus everybody else, which is really dumb, actually. Yeah. Uh, reminder, guys. You can donate a super chat, your question or st- statement read on the air, or you can specify that it's for Denise's swear jar fund, where we're going to try to get Denise to say a curse word on the air at the end of the show. By the way, why did this happen? Why did this develop? I, I watched your 90s video, and you were very wholesome. You used the term PP one time, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I kind of want to hear her say a curse word. My fiance said the exact same thing. He was like, Denise, you can't even say pee pee. You say pee pee. And I was like, I'm not going to say it on air. That's it. Oh my God. I don't know who's watching my channel. Well, let me tell you. Ain't nobody watching our show. Zero live viewers right now. WWE has never watched one of our shows. They do not subscribe to Fightful Select. Some of those statements are true and some of them are not true. Anyway, uh, Undertaker, like, rushes out. Like, he's trying to get drafted into the NFL at this point and flips over the table. And I asked him, like, and they went right to a commercial, too. And I even asked, I was like, hey, was it supposed to happen like that? And they're like, yep, just like, just how we drew it up. I was like, okay, cool. But then after we come back from a break, they tell us it's because there was no contract present and Undertaker was mad. And we get another video package. And this is live, mind you. Imagine being the person that tells Undertaker, hey, you're going to book it out to the ring, flip a table, then we're going to have you stand around during a commercial and a video package. Why? It kind of, I for a second thought, man, this is, are they, I for a second thought they weren't going to do a contract signing at all. I thought once they went to commercial break and we got that package afterwards, I thought, oh, is the Undertaker thing really only going to be him flipping furniture over? For a second, I thought that was it. And I was yeah. just thinking, okay, well, maybe they want to reduce his awkwardness in front of nobody on national television. So that's the direction I thought they were going in. Uh, but they they definitely saved it. I just don't know if I would have placed that package right there in the middle of all of that because it really made for some confusion. Yeah, and if you want a great place to put your package in the middle of, use BlueChew.com, code FIGHTFUL. AJ Styles won't come out. He and the OC are backstage, and then Styles sends them out to take his signed contract to Undertaker. I thought AJ cut a really good promo about Michelle McCool running Taker into the ground. Really, 
the promos were good on this show. I liked almost all the promos on it. And it, it honestly, I'm kind of digging the promos where they don't have to work to a crowd and they'll have to deal with people going, what? What? <laughs> I don't miss that at all. What? I love the what chance. Oh, what? Are you kidding me? Yes. I'm that person that likes to, well, not for everybody, just for Stone Cold, obviously. Well, but yeah. every now and then, but the ones where they're like trolling someone saying the what, then yeah, I do like that. Yeah. I'm a fan. I I'm a hate fan. those. I only like them for Austin. Austin, I can, I can deal with. More Denise super chats. Denise, be like Nike and do it. Taylor Swift, so terrible. She couldn't handle Blue Chew. I don't know the extent of that, but he says, I'll go. I knew that was coming. I knew people were going to press my button with Taylor Swift. That is so mean. It says, I will go there to make Denise swear. Lo, I know. I regret nothing. Wow, savage. Uh, Let's see what else we have here. Uh, William Davis says, can't usually be here live. Out of my job for a few weeks. Going to use that select retro review backlog to pass some time at home. Subscribe today. Also, Denise, don't fear judgment. Let loose. That comes from William Davis. Zach Schimmel says, if Denise swears, I'll add 25 more. We're up to like 170-ish right now. Oh, my God. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And Jimmy says, that's right, you didn't clear it, you punk. That's what he said in mine. Jimmy, if you go on Skype... If you go on Skype, you will see that I sent a request during business hours for this to get cleared. I specifically asked Jimmy before 6 p.m., which is, is are his business hours. So Then the dong tolls, Denise. Undertaker's behind the OC. I know we got off track there. Pardon me, guys. It's a wild episode tonight. He beats up the OC and signs the contract, feeds it to Anderson, there we go. That's it. Ugh. I thought this was fair. This is an okay segment. If they would have switched things around, had the video package first, no commercial needed, just ran this straight through, I think this would have been a lot better, Denise. Yeah, and uh, Undertaker looked – he looked so different today with the long braid. and He looked different to me today, very, very different. But I did like that he's walking, he's pacing back and forth. Oh, he's getting into it. He's ready. Uh, I loved everything that AJ said with AJ basically saying that he, he's going to uh, take his – that he's going to take Undertaker's flame away and he's going to pay for his assisted living cost. And I'm thinking, oh, this is great and since last week. AJ has been going all out on this, you know, really giving it to it, really selling the whole, the fact that Undertaker's old and he's just inserting himself into WrestleMania for the limelight and all of that. Uh, I thought all of this was great. I thought it was funny, but yeah, I would have definitely taken out the commercial and the, or at least framed it differently with all of, without having all of that confusion of everything else that went in between that. But um, overall, it's, at least now we won't have to wonder what the WrestleMania, what the Undertaker WrestleMania entrance is going to look like. We're getting a better idea given what we saw today. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Andrade. This is the eighth match they've had, and the the probably the worst one. I it wouldn't wasn't bad or anything. It was just there, and really, Asuka stole the show in this match. They had her out on commentary, and she spoke some very aggressive Japanese on commentary, Denise. I thought that she was the star of, I thought she was kind of the star of the show as far as like original content, unless you include Austin there, but I thought Asuka was great 
the people that don't like what she did, she got heat with. But I think a lot of people were entertained by what she did. I think I I think that I get why some people didn't like it, but then I get why people did like it. So I see both sides of it. First, when she came out to do commentary, I was like, okay, this makes no sense, but everything has just been wild tonight, so don't expect don't expect the usual. Uh, I I thought at first I was like, oh, okay, this is like too much, but then I thought that she had very good comedic timing with everything, and she played everything so well. My favorite part though was when she was just acting like she was the world's biggest Andrade fan. She's, you know, saying, I don't know what she's saying or what she's doing, but I thought that came off pretty hilariously. And I thought, okay, well, there you go. She's a fan, world's biggest fan. So that actually made me laugh. Myself and Alex long wanted Becky Lynch to be like the only person that understood Asuka. Like, and she wouldn't even acknowledge that Asuka was speaking Japanese. They would just have conversations and Becky would just understand everything that she said and would respond in English. I thought that, that would have been, been a good way to go about it. I thought that could have been fun, uh, but now with their since their feud happened, you can't really go that way. This match ends with a springboard splash, and really, there wasn't anything that remarkable that happened. I, I've seen seven Andrade and Rey Mysterio matches that were better than this. You know what was crazy though? When commentary pointed out it's our first match of the night, mm. and I looked, and I think it was seven fifteen, if I'm correct, at the time. And I'm thinking, oh man, first match of the night, and it's seven fifteen. Yeah, it was not this this raw. I could have really done without. You could you can watch this whole episode on YouTube, and you'll be just fine. Did you see Beth Phoenix's tweet about how Edge had to drive 17 hours to get there? Yes, I Where did. Where does he live? Uh, Asheville, North Carolina, I think. Okay. And well, it's not that far, crazy. but they had travel issues, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't think it's that far. I thought it was like, it was like, not, it's a nine-hour drive from Asheville to Orlando. So maybe she means... He had to drive there and back. And I, I don't know. Um, well, maybe he took some breaks driving, so that adds to it, 17 yeah. hours. But that's that's insane, though. That's that's insane. Rob Wilkinson, a couple of super chats. He says $2 for William Thatch to, to transcribe Oscar tonight. William Thatch does some transcribing work for us. Also, Rob sent one saying kudos to your wife for handing out meals. And my wife uh, and some of those teachers went – are, are going to go into work and make sure that the 1,500 kids in our school di- or their school district rather uh, get meals, which I'm glad that a lot of counties near my area are doing because we live in a pretty poverty-stricken area, and these meals that kids get at school are sometimes the only meals they get that day. So I'm really happy that uh, m- most of the places around where I live are doing that. So that's really awesome. That is. That's awesome. Becky Lynch pulls up in a semi-truck, I think in January, on an episode of the Backstage Report podcast. I had mentioned that they were adding some decals to a semi-truck or something. Or they had ordered them or something like that. I didn't know what the hell that meant. Didn't know if that meant they were doing like a big uh, semi-truck or something. But it was the front end of one. Cool, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was nice. I I just think that... I mean, you could have had it with or without. I did like how she played it off towards the end, and she ended up sort of plugging plugging it when uh, when she was talking about Shayna. And I think she said she was going to hit her like a truck or something like that. So she ended up plugging that in and tying it together, which I thought was pretty clever. Uh, the truck itself is really cool, though. Uh, I'm sure she must have been really excited about that. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, we saw Shayna Baszler watching Becky Lynch backstage, and Becky says that she's seen Shayna run through everyone in NXT she knows that it eats up Shayna that she's champ and nothing in her world makes sense. This is another one of those promos. It didn't say a lot, but the delivery I thought was really good, especially without an audience. So I was there for it. I liked it. I, I thought that was fine. Uh, I thought it was a, a good promo to throw out there. It was a fast one, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But everything she said I thought came across nice. I, my favorite part was when she said that she was going to basically tell her that her – her basically show to her that her whole life was a lie. I thought that was pretty unique to this uh, situation. And I enjoyed all of that, but that was nothing more. Guys, make sure you all check out my interview with EC3 that dropped today. We have a lot of cool stuff in there. 
He talks about his injury. He is not happy how that news came out. We talk about what Percy Watson's doing these days. We talk about Braun Strowman's fashion. I've got real problems with it. We talk about uh, him asking his for his release from TNA to come to WWE, why they let that happen, and uh, how he's feeling these days. What's up with him and how he started his podcast, Magic City Live. We talked a little bit about Magic City Mania, which they had planned. Don't know if they're still going to try to even do anything like that that week, but uh, it's a very good, lighthearted interview. Uh, it was it was a good time. We talk about why so many successful wrestlers come from the Cleveland area. I mean, a lot of people don't realize EC3, The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Johnny Gargano. Like, that area has so many people just emerge from Cleveland. And, it like, it's just getting heavier. AIW produces a lot of great people. So check out that interview. I've got one with Moose dropping this week. Check that out. Also, check out FightfulSelect.com. Every Monday, I do that backstage report podcast where I give you all 20, 25 minutes of exclusive news, contract updates, stats, injuries, all that. Uh, we talked about an, another NFL player that's interested in making the move over. Had updates on the Revival, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Had updates or backstage news on SmackDown. Just lots of great stuff. Two-part Q&A with Jimmy Van going up this week. As long as we stay above 500 subs, we're going to do a Q&A of some sort every single week. Myself, Alex, uh, Jimmy, somebody. So make sure you guys check that out. Kevin Owens comes out. He cuts a promo saying he's going to face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Before we get into the, the promo, Denise, this has us up to eight matches announced for WrestleMania. All of them are one-on-one matches. How do you feel about that? I love it. I don't mind that at all. I'm I'm a fan of that, 100%. Did, did you ever watch WrestleMania 2000 where there were no one-on-one matches? That, yeah. See, for me, I don't mind it at all. To me, I don't care if a match is a single, is a stipulation, no stipulation, etc. To me, if the feud is good and I'm interested in it, whether it's three people, five people, I don't care. I, I don't mind it. Well, yeah, to me, uh, I just hope they can switch these up enough. I know that they have a last man standing match, but I think that maybe they could should consider turning Becky and Shayna into a submissions match. Like, maybe add some stipulations to some of these. Also, that would seem a little bit like an uphill climb for Becky Lynch, even though she's got the arm bar. I think that would be kind of cool to have a submissions match. You could have her pass out if need be. We have more people. Um, adding to the swear jar. <laughs> Bro, you say uh, pee-pee on TV one time and things change. Oh, yeah. And Rob Wilkins <laughs> says, if it was my call, I'd move SummerSlam to July, have Boston hold Mania. They can set up a show, just make some dream matches. They can do whatever they want. They can literally do whatever they want with those shows. They can call SummerSlam WrestleMania if they want. They can call something in July SummerSlam if they want. They get to decide. That's the beauty of it. It's not real. You know real. what's funny? You know what's funny is that I remember a while back people were talking about possibly breaking up WrestleMania into two nights. And I remember when I heard that idea, I was like, no, I don't want that. I'd rather yeah. sit there and go through the full day of hours. And now I'm thinking to myself, man, I would do anything just to have a regular WrestleMania, even if it was broken up into two nights. Yeah. I mean, it's, this was going to be my first WrestleMania week as well. Like, a lot of people assume I go all the time. I was going to go there Thursday, come home Sunday morning, and I was going to get there just in time to make it to watch WrestleMania from home. Uh, it is a bummer. It is a bummer, but Fightful will keep having content for you guys. Also, check out Denise's channel, too. She's got a lot of stuff, and like I said, she did lose a lot of bookings because of this as well. So make sure you guys support her throughout all this. Everything. There's like literally – so this whole month – my only stuff that I have going on is this podcast and my YouTube videos that I create on my own time. And so it's just been, like, absolutely crazy. I am so, like, blech. Ugh. Well, Kevin Owens says that he started at the Performance Center and Seth didn't, so he sees that as a fitting place for their upcoming match. I'll just say this. I hope they filmed more stuff with Kevin Owens than what we saw. I hope they filmed some more stuff. 
Because that, that's just my thought when I see these people brought in and I see an hour and a half of the show being something that we already saw. Film stuff while you have these people. Do a day of filming. TNA does it, or Impact does it all the time. NWA does it all the time. WWE sure as hell can do it. But it actually I, came as a surprise to me. I didn't even expect this was coming at all. Me either. Me either. But uh, these promos are pretty good, I think. They're all pretty good on these shows, and I, I dig it. Yeah. Oh, we we hit we hit the mark that I aimed for, Denise. We are past two hundred dollars in the swear jar fund for Denise. Oh my gosh! And then we have another super chat that says they really should have had Triple H and Oscar as the commentary team for Mania. What'd oh you think my of, God! What do you was, think of Triple H on Friday? It was my favorite favorite thing. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I, the fact that he just came out was having a good time. You can tell he didn't care. Made jokes about being demoted. Uh, I thought everything that the whole interaction, you can tell that it was just, hey, let's come out. We're doing the show. Screw it. We've got no people. The whole world's eyes are on us. Let's just have fun. That honestly made the show because nothing else. I mean, it's, it's from the after the first 15 minutes of getting used to not seeing anybody in the crowd, there was nothing else that really had you any interest until you were waiting for John Cena to came out, to come out. But everything else it was really nothing. And so this was on the having Triple H on commentary was first of all surprising and secondly it was entertaining as hell when they took him back I was like oh that that sucks but then they brought him back and I thought that was like okay we're yeah good. that was an audible they called an audible I reported that on fightfulselect.com subscribe today they had originally not planned on that and the reception was so good they were like yeah why not go so, back out there good for them Steve Austin comes out reads about what 316 day is about he asks for crowd participation, but nobody's there. So Byron Saxton participates and gets invited into the ring. Kick, wham, stunner. You get your stunner. It's all happy. I love it. Becky Lynch comes to the ring with a cooler and celebrates. Uh, I did not get to see the final moments, but I wish that she would have hit him with a stunner too. Byron. I thought it was coming. Oh, yeah. Byron. Oh, uh, even even yeah. though, or Austin. Austin taking <laughs> a stunner from her before. I thought it was coming for a second there because there was like a, a way that they were both standing together yes. and she kind of faced him. And there was a, whatever, I read too much into it. This was fantastic. <laughs> uh, first of all, my favorite part was when Austin came out and he looks at the camera and he like laughed, grins like, yeah, I know. Like, we're on it. We're we're on it together. Like we know what he's thinking inside yeah. his head and he knows what we're thinking inside our heads. So I liked that connection between uh, all of it. When he goes out there, drinks his beer, throws himself on the ground. That was priceless. Uh, but it was funny though, because when he was saying like, Oh, give me a hell. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, this is awkward, so I better say it to the computer. Hell yeah. And then I was like, okay, now Stone Cold Steve Austin's literally Dora the Explorer. Yeah. I thought it was. <laughs> Telling, yeah. Thought it was fun. It was harmless. You did what you gotta do. It was fine. It was fine. And Becky being associated with him is always fun too. But yeah, once I saw him take that stunner on his show from from there, I, I expected it. But as Walter just said in the chat on a super chat, I thought Austin was gonna stun Becky. I thought that might be coming too, just because they would just you never know what they'll do putting an old dude over anybody anymore. Oh, uh, and. Somebody mentions the Del Rio rumors. Raw's done. We're done talking about that. Did you see Del Rio saying that he's in talks with WWE? No, I didn't see that, but something doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all, well, though. Well, I reached out to a lot of people in WWE. and this Is was it on not true? Oh, boy. So I reported this on FightfulSelect.com as well. Subscribe today, guys. I'm posting news there every day. And, the, and I'll tell you who off the air. But I got a one-word response, and it was bullshit. And wow. then I reached out to another person who I had actually asked last year because he said the same thing last year. He said the door was open. And one person told me last year that they would not put Paige in that situation. They would not put her in an uncomfortable scenario. I talked to that person again, and they said to me, Basically, I, I want to say verbatim, Paige is worth more to us not doing anything than Del Rio is 
doing whatever it is that he can do. And I want to I want to be clear. I don't know Paige's relationship with Del Rio these days. I don't know if they talk. I don't know if they're amicable. I don't know if they were on good terms. But the per uh, the other person that I talked to said that they just wouldn't even bother putting her in that situation. So so in terms of that, I'm not surprised given his track record. Yeah. Uh, not just with them, but with several companies. That, you know, just doesn't care, doesn't show up, not willing to work, et cetera, whatever has been said about him. Uh, I I don't think it would be the right call. But here's the thing, though. And here's the thing that I know Sean always talks about on the podcast is where he says, like, it's wrestling. Everyone eventually yes. forgives one another and they come back. Whatever. It still goes on. You make business. So down the line, you never know. But I think right now he's really just doing it for publicity. Hey, let's get my name out there. Keep getting it out there. Publicity. Exactly. I'm sure that someday he'll do something with them, but uh, I, I, th- I think considering his history of pulling out of shows and doing stuff like that, it's a little too volatile. And uh, yeah, that was a fan of his. I was a fan. I really, really, really. I think till this day, I kind of still am a fan of his. So. Yeah, I mean, he was he was good in the ring. He had, he was good at his gimmick. It's just, man, when he wasn't motivated, he sure as hell wasn't motivated. Also, this story is up on Fightful.com now, but I had reported on FightfulSelect.com. The Revival were off the road. But the thing is, WWE stopped paying them while they were off the road. The reason that I heard, because I asked them, like, hey, why aren't they in Elimination Chamber? And somebody told me, well, they're off the road. I said, well, did they ask for time off? And they said, nope, they've never asked for time off. And uh, I was like, well, that's weird, because I noticed they did a couple of house shows in March at the beginning of March. And I was told, well, WDB wasn't that sure that they were going to have enough people back from Saudi Arabia. So they put them on those shows and they will get paid for those eventually. But the word going around backstage is that WDB was like, well, sorry guys, you've already passed the downside guarantee, which is the amount of money you're guaranteed to make per year. Past that WDB doesn't owe you anything. You could pass that in day one, and WWE wouldn't owe you anything for the next 364 days. You're only guaranteed what your downside guarantee is. So what does that mean for them right now? No pay unless something changes. Scott Dawson's contract is up in April at some point. I don't know if it's April 1 or April 30 or whatever. Dawson or Dash's is up in June. Honestly, April is definitely not bad at all, especially yeah. right now. June isn't bad either, but I mean, yeah, that oof, their relationship has definitely been rocky with the company. Yeah, uh, it's just Denise. Uh, would you say that it's not was a good situation? Sh- would, would you say that it was shitty? Oh, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> Wait, how much time do we have left? We're almost at the end, and here's the thing. We are up to, specifically for Denise Curse Funds, we are up to $210. USD. All right. Well, you know what? I guess, yeah, so I, all right. Sorry. Oh my god. Uh You I'm can even the whisper people what they want. You can even whisper. You can go. You know that- what? I'm a sport. I'm going to give the people what they want as so as long as they don't say anything about Taylor Swift because that's just not cool, okay? So, here it is. I'm not going to WrestleMania anymore and I am goddamn fucking pissed off. There. Yes! hear that that's it never again thank you so much for the money because that's gonna pay for my bills next month and i'm embarrassed oh god that's that clip is gonna haunt me for life that's here, it here we go what hold was on, my wait. amount I'm, I'm gonna be that person that yeah i'm, I'm making you take center i better not get fired for this you're not getting fired for this our <laughs> boss donated money for- I just expanded you on the screen. You're the only person people see right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, oh, wow. I'm sweating. 
How about this? Another 25 just got added because you were such a good sport. Oh, wow. my God. Wow. Denise. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> Amazing. Please don't be ashamed of me. Guys. My mom's a teacher. She's not. <laughs> my wife's a teacher. Yeah, see, there you go. My wife's I... a teacher, and she's got to listen to me screaming from my office. Right in the penis. All the time. All the time. Ah, uh, peer pressure. Ah, uh, guys, pressure. thank you all so They're much. <laughs> guys, thank you all so much. We are back here Wednesday. I do not know right now if they're going to do it, but uh, Jeremy and Joe have teased the idea of doing some more uh, like daily episodes of The Distraction to keep you guys distracted, so to speak. So be on the lookout for those. We got lots of stuff on Fightful Select. That's the most direct way to support us. But, Denise, let the people know how they can support you besides uh, getting you to curse. Yeah, seriously. No, honestly, thank you so much to everybody who gave money because that is definitely going to pay my bills for next month. So, honestly, thank you. Um, but YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I'm going to use this opportunity that I have nowhere to go to make more videos, time to get creative and really get stuff going. So, please, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. And I am actually 50 subscribers, 50 away from 25k so that is a huge deal and again my two-year anniversary for the youtube channel is on march 27th so yeah go check it out twitter instagram at underscore denise salcedo happy to say that we got the denise swear jar by the end of this episode up to 245 dollars i am stoked about that um i sold out i sold out my principles (laughs) and my morals my principles and my morals have been compromised that is just sad this is what coronavirus has led me down this rabbit hole oh my god i can't wait guys subscribe to select alex will have an episode of sour graps eventually until next time we're out <laughs> that was a good show. <laughs> well, the stream is. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24 7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.